Hello, you are listening to Germantown Community Radio, WRGU 92.9 FM. Welcome to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show, a weekly radio program that spotlights positive real estate development and neighborhood revitalization throughout Philadelphia. I'm your host, Derek Hengemill. Jumpstart Philly is a unique community development program that trains, mentors, networks, and provides funding to aspiring real estate developers in seven different Philadelphia neighborhoods, including Germantown, where the program was founded. Jumpstart believes that you can do well by doing good and focuses on removing neighborhood blight, scattered site rehab, creating a healthy mix of affordable and market rate housing, and avoiding gentrification through slow, steady growth and keeping wealth local. Interviews are conducted during Jumpstart Germantown's weekly Jumpinar series on Monday nights at 7 p.m. held via Zoom webinar. For more information about these events, check out the events page at jumpstartgermantown.com. This week, I will be speaking with Wayne Nemard, who is the founder and CEO of Digital Innovation, about smart home features for your investment property and how they can benefit your finished product. I hope you enjoy the conversation and be sure to check out the podcast version of this program at jumpstartgermantown.com slash media. So I want to welcome Wayne Nemard, who is who started his career as a communications engineer in 1999 before founding his own company, Digital Innovation. The company was built using innovative and creative strategies that put it at the forefront of, of the tech industry in Philadelphia. Wayne believes that the sky's the limit for technology and strives to learn something new each and every day. His passion and will drive have gotten him to where he is today as an innovator and leader in the field of technology. So I want to welcome the Digital Innovation CEO, Wayne Nemard. How's it going, Wayne? It's going great. Love it. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. And maybe, you know, before we get into some questions, you could just tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do at Digital Innovation and, and what your uh, your company does for the city. Great. Um, so... Pretty much we are an innovator, systems integrator, and we integrate technology throughout um, the city of Philadelphia into homes and and, uh, commercial properties. And um, primarily what I'm doing um, is I run the um, organization uh, a lot of the day, day day to day. I'm also the chief innovator. So I I sit back and come up with new ideas and solve problems every day. But um, it's just, it's it's a great joy to really help to um, bring technology to the citizens of Philadelphia. Cool. I like that you call yourself an innovator. That reminds me of us. We call our, our attendees and stuff jump starters. So it's, it's a nice ER. <laughs> it's something. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Jump starters. I think it's all in the same realm. So, so happy. Yes, to- absolutely. Cool. Um, so the, the first question I want to ask you, and this will kind of just be an introduction to the topic, which is smart homes. Um, you know, what does it mean to have a smart home? My vision goes, I think there was a movie on Disney Channel like a decade ago called Smart Home or something. And it's like a robot system in your house that's talking to you. And you can say like, you can, you can speak out to it kind of like Alexa or whatever. And that, that's, you know, I feel like was my childhood vision of a smart home. But obviously, you know, future has come and, and now it's like a, a real thing that we have to, to think about. Um, tell us a little bit about what it means to have a smart home. And, and you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll let you answer that and then I'll ask my next question. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a high level answer. So the high level answer for a smart home is sim- simply that you have a home that has um, sensors throughout um, that are basically controlling um, different things throughout your house. So for instance, um, your lighting, you can sit there and um, have your lighting go on and off based off of any particular um, state your home is in, like particular time of the day, 
who's in the house. Um, you can also have have like your camera streamed to your phone. If someone walks up to your front door, if someone's moving around in your backyard, where it automatically would do it without you doing anything. Um, so a lot of things with, with, with a smart home, it's, it's actually doing things for you, um, not necessarily you asking or kind of requesting things to happen. Mm-hmm. So are, are they <clears throat> are they something that's like common in newly developed homes or or is it just starting to break into the industry or, or where are we at? So um, it's 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 not new, but what's going on, in the cost of it has gone down tremendously. And what's going on now, because the Internet of Things and, and everything is just wanting to be connected to the Internet um, and, and for convenience, we definitely are at a, at a point where there are some basic things that people want now. Like people want a doorbell that they can see and speak to whoever's at their door from anywhere. That's right. like basic. Um, people do want to start start controlling their locks when like if someone else is there and they want to unlock the door, um, whoever is there. So they, they those are some basic things. And of course, having your alarm to protect your property if you're not there, calling the authorities. These are some basic things that people are looking for right now. Yeah. So, so is that like a major driver in, in the buying decision for for you know people on on the market right now, or you know do people really care about it? I guess like is it a, is it a big selling point? I definitely think it's a big selling point. Um, just seeing, just just seeing going from property to property, a lot of owners or even sellers of a house, they do want to invest in some basic things to own the house. Because again, if you're a buyer and you're new, especially if you're new to Philadelphia, um, you want to have a little bit of something to make you feel feel secure. And yes, the premise of smart homes do have a, a like a strong a strong thing around uh, security because people are that's really like what people think about and then they, everything else kind of cascades down. So if you do have some basic stuff in your house, they do low look at that over another house, especially if it's like the same price point, same yeah. area. Yeah. Right. So j- just from what you're describing, it kind of sounds like it's not an all or nothing approach. There's kind of there's certain you can kind of modify certain aspects to, to market to different people, I guess. Like you said, you know, the, the um, security system is a big driver, but then some people might like only want lighting fixtures or something. That's like correct. That. That's correct. That That's yeah. I'm correct. And to add to that, um, when you look at a house, not necessarily having all of the technology inside there all at one time, but if your house is kind of pre-wired for having the TVs on the wall, having cable in there, having the internet, having the cameras kind of pre-wired inside the house, that is a big upsell because people do want to know that, hey, we don't have to do all this when we move in. All we have to do is just buy the house and just like put things in without actually going through tearing up the walls. Right, right. Yeah. So I guess it also depends on like the the developers and like how much they have to tear out of the property, right? Like if you're not, if you're not taking the walls, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to spend the extra time to demo the wall going in and install. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. And then, and then if that's the case, then you go, you could go with a hybrid solution. So if you know, like, Hey, listen, all we're doing is putting the kitchen and bath. Then you say, okay, fine. If we're only going to open up the walls inside the kitchen and the bathroom, maybe we can put something in that back bedroom, or maybe we can do something in the living room and kitchen. So you really want to be very smart about what you do. Right. Right. Um, so, so I think we, that was a good road we were going down there. Let's talk about the rehab process, like from start to finish and kind of walk through different parts of it and what decisions you need to make sure. uh, to end up with a, an effective a smart home at the end. Sure. Um, so, so before you, you know, say you just acquired a house and before you even, you know, you maybe got a contractor's estimate and you're, you did a couple of walkthroughs, but before you even start the process, what decisions do you need to make um, to, to ensure that you're going to be able to have a, a working product at the end? 
So the very first thing you want to do is you want to see, hey, number one, is there anything there? But let's just say this is going to be like a total re rehab. You're going to like take everything down. The very first thing I would do is look at everything that you're, you, you want to do, do in the home. For instance, cable wiring, internet, security, cameras, thermostat. Those are some like basic stuff that you, you can look at. Now, once you come to the conclusion that these are some of the things that you're going to do, then think about this. This is going to be a construction site. You're going to have contractors walking back and forth. Some of this can be layered together. So what I mean by layered together, you can have what, what we can consider a smart construction site. So before you even get to a smart home, which is completed, you, you make this a smart construction site where you can have your locks, you can have, have some one camera, and then you can have your alarm system to protect the site. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, so backing up a second, you know, think about what decisions you need to make and everything. It's kind of like, like when you're working up your construction budget, you know, you're, maybe you're submitting a, a pro forma to a lender or something like Jumpstart. It, it should kind of be worked into your construction budget, like as if, as if it was like, just like all your other line items, right? Like, absolutely. Yes, right. yes, yes. And, and just, and they're, they're basically going to look at as basic upgrades. Like you'll be surprised to know how many people totally forget to put a doorbell in. Mm -hmm. Totally forget that because you're so concerned about everything else, like no doorbell. So that is some things that you can definitely look at as far as what kind of technology am I going to put in here to actually kind of like work through the whole process. Mm -hmm. and, and we'll get into, I have a question for you a little bit later about this. Sure. As far as like determining, you know, the, the costs for that and what, what sorts of, you know, like how much money you need to leave in your budget for specifically smart home features, um, you know, is that something you can like find out yourself or is that something you should expect a contractor to, to give you an amount for? Like, like would, a, would your standard contractor be able to, you know, you say, I want to put smart home features in this property. Would they be able to give you numbers or is it on your own end to, to search for that? So if you want to use a, a, a contract, the clo closest one that could give you some basic numbers would be your electrical con contractor. But I would definitely say you should, should team up with some type of low voltage contractor that, that you find to be very innovative, that, that can bring, bring some different things to on the table. And you should have a relationship with that, with, with, with that company so that you can kind of grow with them. But I would definitely say at, at the basic level, you should look to see, all right, what can I carve out to do it? Even if it's as simple as a doorbell, you definitely want, and when I say door, doorbell, it will be a video a video, not just a regular ding dong door, doorbell, but you definitely should carve out some type of technology because when like selling a home, there is an option now where, where, where you can add different things inside of that actual lit listing. So it does matter now. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. So let's move, you know, further in the process, so you, you know, sure. in your budget, you know what you're going to install and, and when, um, now, now you're tearing down the walls and you're really getting into the, the weeds of the construction process. Um, what, what decisions do you need to make then? You know, once, once the walls are down, what opportunities are now open for you to, to kind of install? Well, you definitely want to plan out something. So um, I would definitely say don't tear down the walls and just start thinking. I would definitely plan this. All right, fine. If we're going to, um, we're doing electrical. So something very simple like that, we know we're going to put electric inside, inside the property. Let's think through this. Or, like, should we put, put it at a TV height? So then we know, not, not a TV height, but on, on the wall so it can sit on the wall. So basically, you know it's going to go on there. So you will go ahead and pre-wire that. That's some like basic stuff that does not actually cost a whole lot more to do that. But it at, for, for a buyer, they, they're going to love to know that that's one less thing for us to do. But I would definitely say um, um, that is a great idea to really, really kind of plan it out 
mm-hmm. and then walk through um, the prop- property and kind of figure out how much how much of this do you really want want to invest? Right. Yeah. So let's assume you know you do have to take down all the walls. It is I'm just I'm like kind of thinking logistically. Probably the thermostat, like the the that system would have to, or would that need the walls out, or that's just a fixture on the wall? Right? Well, let's just say you, you you're doing you're doing a complete re- rehab. Where so now you're gonna re- you're gonna run new, new wires. Well, the, the wire for the thermostat is the same regardless. Is actually the device that you put on the other end is smart. So like you use like a Nest ther- 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 thermostat that is using existing wires. Right. You know, so so you pretty much can wire any kind of wire is just to know that you're going to do you use that kind of device on the end. Right. So that's what you're really looking for behind the walls is the wiring, making sure you're lining Correct. Following it later. OK, correct. Cool. Yes. Yes. So, so let's move on then. So mm-hmm. maybe you put up your drywall now and you're, you're yep. flooring and everything. And now you're looking at putting in those fixtures and um, it's sort of like from from when you get the, the electrical and the plumbing and the HVAC all set up. What's next? Like, what, what can you do after that, um, like along the construction process before you're putting on the finishes? Um, you said earlier, smart construction site. That's a really um, cool term. And, and, and maybe you can explain that a little bit more. Like, what does that mean to have a smart construction site? And why is it important during the rehab process? So once you have decided, hey, listen, I'm going to invest some, some type of, um, put some type of technology inside here, you can now think about actually using that technology during your construction. So for instance, the smart lock, um, you can actually put that on the door. This might not actually be your final door, but this is a door that you say, well, listen, that hardware we can still use. So that's great. As far as the thermostat goes, if this is gonna be a project that you're gonna have during the winter time, perfect example is that contractor may or may not turn that heat off. Mm -hmm. So you might be heating this site 24 seven and you might not want, want to do that. The, the other thing is now being able to like look around. So again, if there's something going on, you can look on a camera, but where you put everything during the construction site can actually carry straight on to the final. Mm-hmm. So the benefit is that you pretty much can monitor what's going on at the site without being there. Awesome. Yeah, that, that's cool. And, and I, I remember one of the, uh, or I was on an inspection with Ken or something where we were going to the house and somebody thought of a really creative idea to put the a radio, turn the radio on right by the front door to make sure somebody was walking by thinking, oh, there's this abandoned property. I might be able to get in there. <laughs> and they think someone's there. But this sounds like a much more intuitive way to... to yes, yes. Out. And I can give you a good, um, a very good um, scenario. So imagine um, your contractor's not there and you want to accept delivery on something, right? Now, you again, you, you've decided that this is the way that you want, you want to go. You, you could literally have someone ring your doorbell, you answer it and you go, oh, okay, great. I'm going to unlock the door and I want you just to put, put the package or whatever inside the property. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not there. Yeah, that, that makes it a lot easier. And, and yes, while we always encourage people, you know, to 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 be at their property every day or something, there's times when you can't. And, and you can't. And especially when you have, I guess, contractors that, you know, maybe new contractors you might not know. And, you, and you know, it might, I feel like it might be creepy on the onset to be like, I'm watching you all the time. But it, it's, <laughs> it's your investment. You definitely want to keep an eye on it. Yeah, <laughs> provide some sense of accountability, which is great. Absolutely. Absolutely. These jumping eyes, you know, I've heard some some tales of of contractors going <laughs> going wrong with with their decisions, and uh, it seems like it, it could be prevented by having, like you said, that security system. And, and again, if you want to lock someone out, again, you'd have an alarm system on um, the property, and you would have access to that that smart lock, so you could easily just change change the code, and they're out. Right. So, so I want to go back to what you were saying about how. 
that that security system that you have set up could be carried on to to be the same kind of framework for when you're putting the fi finishing touches on it and everything. Uh, does that mean like everything will be connected to to one like smart brain? I guess you know, what, would could you consider like the security system the brain of the the smart home? Yeah. So not only would the security, yes, to answer your question in in the short, yes, absolutely. You using using a, a, an alarm system that has an integrated app. For instance, we use Alarm.com, and having one platform, one app that you basically can can control everything, it just makes it a whole lot easier. So when it comes time to actually move it over to the homeowner, there's actually a process to say transfer ownership to the new owner. So it's already built into it. That means like the thermostat and the lighting and the doorbell and everything. That's all under one one umbrella, right? That that is correct. Yes, yes, yes. Well, so far, Wayne, you've convinced me. <laughs> I don't have. Right. I'll I, see you tomorrow. <laughs> um, okay, so so now let's uh, let's talk about as construction's wrapping up. You know, you're you're putting those finishing touches on and everything. Um, you know, tell me a little bit about the, the, the little cherries on top that you can put on um, your project. Like, like we talked, we already talked about the thermostat a bit, but I want to hear about like speaker systems and, and everything. What are some cool, maybe examples you've seen of, of like uh, creative ways that people have implemented stuff at the end of their project? Sure. So some of the things are lighting, um, having lighting um, um, control. So now you can basically have your lights in and outside controlled um, by the same app. The, the next thing is um, adding um, like any type, type of, like if you want to do irrigation, let's just say you want to irrigate outside, that can also be tied, tied into it. As far as the music goes, you now can tie, tie in like a, um, a platform called Sonus. So basically your playlist can actually be inside there. So it's literally this app that you're kind of scrolling down, that's like the heart of everything. So as a new homeowner, it just becomes one less thing that you would have to worry about because it's kind of already all there. Um, but some of the cool things that I've, I've seen is that um, there, there's, a, there's a feature called geofencing. So literally, um, it knows as you're walking up to the door, it's you. The door unlocks. The light comes on based on how you want the light to come on. Like if you're going to go straight to the kitchen, the lights will slowly dim on and go to the kitchen and your favorite jazz song comes on. Cool. <laughs> so you can get really creative with it. And, and that's oh, a, absolutely that's a selling point, I feel like, because, you know, when you think of like finishes on a home or stuff, you, you don't think that somebody can come in and then when, when someone's like, to, like walking through a house, they're, they're interested in buying, you know, they're, they're expecting what's there to be what is the, what they're living in. But with the smart home, it kind of sounds like you can customize it. Like, throughout. like the, the, the selling point is that there's no fixed, set up like people can kind of do whatever they want with it right that, yeah that's correct and i'll de definitely say that um homeowners definitely see these items um mm -hmm. do they expect them i don't i won't say that they expect them but they see them and that definitely helps help helps your buying decision yeah so whether it be consciously or not yeah yes yeah exactly 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 especially if you uh go a little crazy in like a man cave and you really like lay lay it out or she said, you go and like, you're really, put, yeah, that, that will really get people to say, yes, I want the house in the first look. If you're just tuning in, this is a conversation with Wayne Nemard, who is the founder and CEO of Digital Innovation about smart home features for your investment property and how they can benefit your finished product. Thanks for listening to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show on Germantown Community Radio, WRGU 92.9 FM. I hope you're enjoying the discussion.
Cool. Uh, so taking another look at it from the, uh, the developer's perspective, uh, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, they might do some buy and sell projects and, and, and you know, sell, sell finished products, but I'm, I imagine a lot of people are renting and, and set up multi-unit properties. And, and I'm sure there's some nuances and differences between smart homes in a like single family home setting versus a duplex or a triplex. Um, what, what, what should people expect to be different uh, in that scenario? So if you're going in a multi-tenant um, 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 property, one of the first things is a video intercom. Um, allowing the tenants to, is basically, if you look at like what, what Nest um, does and the one-to-one, there are commercial um, inter- video intercom systems that will allow you to do that. So each tenant essentially will have an app on their phone and when someone rings the bell, they can actually see and talk, talk to them and let them in using their smartphone. That's from the tenant piece. That's a very, very important thing that I see a lot of properties are kind of coming standard with. Um, The other thing for the actual owner is having cameras on the property to actually see, hey, listen, is trash being taken out? Is is, is the um, sidewalk plowed? Um, So things like that is is a big selling point. So, um, you know, what the thing was well, something that comes to mind mind in a multi-unit property um like would the landlord still have access to those smart home features of the individual tenants like could the, the landlord look at the cameras or anything like I, i'm not sure how that dynamic like, like when, when they when someone's renting a property you know do they get the keys to the smart home system or is there still some landlord involvement in that no so if you the 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 smart locks um would be uh, owner transferred. So the smart locks that we use have a, um, um, have a key override, but, but you would hand that over to the actual owner of, of that unit. And then if you have to change it, then you would actually go in there with the key and you can go in there and change it. But as far as the, um, the cameras in the intercom, that's only from the, um, the visitors to tenant. Um, the owner um, would be the one to see the cameras around the property. You, and if you have any cameras inside the property, it would be in a common area. You would not want it inside um, um, the actual unit. Gotcha. gotcha. Yes. So I guess um, that, that's really the main focus in a multi-unit property is going to be the doorbell and intercom. Uh, you know, do, do you see people going to that length of putting, you know, like a, the entire system in, in a, a single unit of a multi-unit property? Well, I do see there, there's a big uptick now, um, especially in Philadelphia, people adding um, alarm systems inside the unit and offering that as a, as a part of their, their, their lease um, to, to do that. And again, that is, that is going straight to the um, tenant and the ten- tenant is kind of controlling that. But that is the new thing that a lot, lot of um, owners are doing. Um, but aside from that, those are big. Those are big things. Now, if you can you can do um, wire it for internet and um, um, cable, but for the most part, is is really that the security piece is really what what people want. Right. Um, so so also from the tenant perspective, or, or even the buyer's perspective, you know, once they buy a house that has that smart home system, would any like extra costs be added to their budget, like moving forward? Or is, are you, are you as the developer paying for the entire system and then they're getting it, you know, like, is there a subscription fee? I guess that's what, that's what I'm getting at. So, so one of the things, one of the things that, um, that, that we do is we basically, um, we work with a lot, lot of developers and what we'll do is we'll come up with a, a package that basically um, is attractive to them and also for the buyer where the, for the first year, 
it's it's all a part of it. So when the buyer buys a property, they're not they're really not worried about anything until the next year. Mm-hmm. So you can actually kind of put it all together, and then at during closing, you can say, "Hey, listen, it's all taken care of for one one year. After one one year, you can you decide you want to continue. It's done." Cool, awesome. And, and yes. started to to talk about it a little bit there, but um, obviously, you know, you, you offer a service for for people looking to to implement smart home technology in their houses. Uh, just this is your chance to to give your plug. You know what? what <laughs> Well, like how, how, how is digital innovation there to, to assist developers? You know, what is, what is your uh, business usually look like? So pretty much we work really close with um, developers. We actually become their partner because what, what we want to do is we want to learn what you're trying to do. What is your budget? And we really build a relationship. So it's not really, we're not looking at the transaction. We're looking at how can we help you move forward with, with this pro- project? That's why we will start from helping you to make your life easy. And one of the things is we say, well, we can give you a smart construction site and then we can turn that into um, a piece that you can actually cash in later on by selling the same same thing that you were using to help protect and make 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 your process easy. You can now sell sell that and that becomes a value to the new homeowner. Um, so a lot, a lot of times we really, because we've been doing it for so long, we can really sit down and go, all right, step by step. This is what we would say in this particular area is, is really, is really hot. And over here, probably not, not, not so. And then we kind of can grow, grow with that. You mean there, there's different areas of the city where smart home technology is? Yeah. Yep. 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 It correlates with new construction and, and gentrification, I'm sure pretty closely. Right? At, absolutely. The closer you are in, into, to a lot of um, um, activity, you tend to want to have securities really there. That property could, could be going for four, six, seven hundred thousand. It doesn't matter. Um, you just imagine someone buying this property. They, they know what's going on. This gives them a little bit of peace to know, all right, fine. I have I have this here. I can use it. It's all ready to go. And then vice versa. If you're working on the property, it's like, I'm going to leave material here. I want to know it's going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we're doing great on time, and I think it's it's good because we'll have plenty of uh, time for Q and A. But uh, my la- my last question for you, because I, I know it's going to be asking the QA, Q&A is, um, you know, what what should people expect, like financially, like dollar for dollar, to be added onto their rehab budget? Um, you know, I, I'm sure it's not much, but but when it comes down to like whether a loan will be accepted or, or whether you'll be granted a loan or approved for, for any sort of financing, you might need to have those, those uh, very specific values. Um, you know, what, what, what would be reasonable versus unreasonable for a smart home installation in, in terms of cost? So um, for just a stand, standard pro- property, you know, not, nothing too um, cra- crazy, you should, look, you should look between 15 to 3,500 at that range. As, as, as your starting point. And then from there, depending on what, what type of system and what, what you want, you can actually take, take it up or you can bring it down. But that's a nice, a nice range, range to be in. Gotcha. So, so about like probably half what you're going to spend on electricity. It's just like adding to that, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. So before we wrap up here, I just want to give you another chance. To, any other tips or industry secrets you want to share or, or any last? Sure. Yeah. Sure. And now, so some of this stuff, you do not need to necessarily um, um, hire a comp- company. Again, you can you can work with your electrician if you're handy um, and you understand some basic stuff. These are some basic things that you, you can add. You know, it's not 
like going to any of the big box stores and buying all those products is not a bad idea. Some of the consumer stuff that you see out there is not that bad. Um, um, we really don't push it, but some of them really work well. And that be, these are different things that you can add. By consumer stuff, you mean like going to a Best Buy and picking out their their correct, 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 correct. Because a lot, a lot of all those things are intended to go straight to the person that owns it, not like you're going to use it and then sell it. Um, so it's like some gray areas there, but you know you can definitely push on. So again, you don't necessarily have to start really large in 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 in, in like big this big big mad mad massive budget. You can start really basic smart thermostat and a doorbell and stop or you can continue to go yeah and it sounds like there's even a chance you know if you you have a property and you're already renting it out you know you can if you're trying to keep that tenant for a couple more years you know slap some smart home features on it right yep yep i mean if you have a if you have a property um i would definitely focus on security that is what's on a lot of people's minds now. Um, and that's, that's, that's very, very important. So if you do have a property, um, putting cameras on the exterior, um, putting in a, a video in, in, intercom, or even offering to put a security system inside a property, to, and that's on the extreme side, will definitely help your tenants stay there. Great. Awesome. Well, well, that does it for my questions. And um, we see we have plenty here in the Q&A from our audience. Sure. But, mm-hmm. but, so much for joining us and that, that was a great conversation and, and i love it i love it on the, on the news so i appreciate your uh, your preparation and the discussion thank you all right so our first question here comes from tamika and she's wondering can you speak about the current demand for li-fi l-i-f-i and the future projection of its integration in homes I, i'm not familiar with li-fi are you maybe it's a typo <laughs> no i it li-fi or wi-fi Li.fi, but maybe Wi-Fi is what she's referring to. Yeah. Um, okay. Because that 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 is a that is a, a a thing now. So if we are talking about Wi-Fi, um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So so that 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 can be a very tricky scenario because um, you're basically bringing internet in and you need to divide it up. So in a multi-tenant um, scenario, if you're going to bring internet inside there and you're going to offer that as a part of the package, you do need to secure it so that each tenant cannot access the other tenant. Um, that is a trend that I'm hearing starting to really, really gain some traction, but it's definitely some, some, something if, 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 if they want to know more about it, it's, 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 it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Gotcha. Um, but, is, but I want to say this, that there is an upfront cost that you have to um, look into and make sure that it works. So I think it's going to take you a little while to get your investment back. But, or if you decide to inflate um, your, your, your lease just a little, little, little bit to cover it, it could work. Right. Yeah, we, we all know well how many problems can arise from internet companies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so great. I appreciate the, the insight there. Um, the next question comes from Courtney, and she's wondering, are there any grants specifically available for smart technology within homes? Um, are you aware um, of that? No, not. So the city of Philadelphia did have um, a, a security program that, of course, because of the current state that we're in, is, is, is no, no longer. And that was only designed to, to work on certain corridors um, of um, the, um, the city. But aside from that, um, I don't know of any grants that, that are out there. Okay, great. 
Um, and the next question, it's again from Tamika, and she says, we know that kitchens and baths add value to homes. Can you tell us the top two or three tech items that you put in a home that can offer the highest return on income when selling the home? So I think you, you iterated a couple of times that sounds like, what are your top two? So I would definitely say you want to do um, cameras, doorbell, um, thermostats, and alarm is where if, if you do that, um, it's, it's very attractive. And just curious, do those things typically come in bundles like, or? Yes, 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 yes. You, you can actually like get all that as, as a package. Yes. Cool. Um, next comes from Brenda and she's wondering, would I need to have Wi-Fi at the house during the rehab in order to utilize smart technology? Yeah, that's a great question, Brenda. Very great question for some of it. Yes. Um, and where that com comes from is some of the devices um, have built-in Wi-Fi, wi so it pretty much needs power. Once you power it, then all of the devices talk to that. Gotcha. So gotcha. I give you, I give you, give you a good, good exa example. Um, obviously, with alarms, um, phone lines are no longer a thing. They they completely talk through the um, cellular net network, and then they communicate to the lock, and they also communicate to the uh, thermostat. And then the cameras run off of Wi-Fi. Gotcha. So there, it's unlikely that to be a scenario that you, you like need to buy a Wi-Fi router to operate all your stuff. It, it would be within what you're purchasing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you you can. So 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 to go to the next level as far as streaming, the doorbell, the doorbell, and the video surveillance needs Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. But again, it come it 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 would normally comes with a package to say you're going to get a not a hot is not necessarily a hotspot, but it's actually a security Wi-Fi adapter that basically allows you to go, go online right. and it talks to those devices. Right. And when you say streaming, that's like having the live feed uh, on that's your phone. That's correct. Gotcha. And, and like you'd that, only uh, use that during the construction phase. You you would not pass that on to the homeowner. Right. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> you got to take out of there. Um, okay, cool. So next question comes from Keith and he's wondering what authentic, excuse me, what authentication features are available on the app so that if your device is lost or stolen, someone can't access a property when stepping into the geofence. Um, so I guess like what, what, what uh, identification technology is there and, and like, how can you be sure that someone else isn't using it? You know, great question. You do have to unlock your phone. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Very good one. You do you do have to unlock your phone. <laughs> and is there any uh you know I, I bet different products you know offer different uh levels of like cybersecurity, but my, my one of my concerns would be like someone being able to hack into it or like access the, the network or something. Is that, is, that, is that ever a concern or Absolutely. It should always be a concern because I say like this, everything is hackable. I do not say that you cannot hack anything, but um, platforms that, that, that you should use or should, should be well-known platforms that have security that can have a two-factor authentication when you're setting it up. So if you, if you like, for instance, if you lose it, you can put your password in and then it will send some, something back to you that you can confirm it. So I would not, recommend buying things that aren't like from well-known manufacturers yeah as with anything really i guess yeah well that's what we all say but <laughs> um okay so next question comes from kim and she's wondering what is the average cost to set up a smart construction site so maybe specifically just the cameras and the lock system for for a construction site 
Yeah, you you can pretty much start start something like 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 that for about a thousand dollars. When you look at the locks, the um, like an alarm, and 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 then having um, sensors and so on put put on there. Okay, cool. Um, are those lock codes? Or sorry, this is from Adam, and he's wondering: Are those lock codes able to be used for Amazon deliveries? Yes. Okay, and, and that how do you do? You just like send it to them? Like, yes. Amazon yes. account. Yep, yep. And, ba- and ba- basically now, this is automation now. Um, you would want to have a camera there to really see exactly what happened. So you get no- notified when, when they actually walk up to the property. And then when they put the code, code in, you can, you'll, get, you'll be alerted. So you can see, and then you know that the door was open and then closed. Right. Okay. Um, next one comes from an anonymous attendee, and they want to do most security companies want you to sign a three-year contract. So I guess, yeah, well, what is your, when you sign up for a security system, what is your, your time you spent in there? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we don't do con- contracts and there are a lot of companies because of the, um, they're giving you a lower rate. Um, they're kind of like saying, okay, you have to sign a three-year contract. Now we'll say mostly all of them, when you, when you sign that contract, um, when you're selling a property, you in theory can transfer that to the homeowner and then the homeowner will continue that. So if you're, if you have a year long project, then you're going to be in there for like a year and then you hand it off. Then it's two, two more years. But if you are going to do, do that, you definitely want to check ahead of time. Listen, I'm selling the property. So um, what is the pro- process of tra- transferring? Cause you don't want to get stuck with paying for it. If, if the homeowner doesn't want it. Right. But it sounds like digital innovation. You, you focus on like one-time services, kind of like the install. Oh yeah. We, yeah, we do month to month. We, we got out of that very, very early on because we wanted to give people choice. So if you want to, if you want to keep it, keep it. If you don't keep, keep on going. Awesome. Yes. Uh, another question here from Keith and he's wondering, you might've already answered this, but can you customize settings for multiple, multiple users with different levels of clearance, perhaps tenant settings that are subordinate to the landlord's where I think of, you know, if a, you know, a mom wants to set different settings for children or something like that, um, can you do that? Absolutely. Um, so from, from a user perspective, you can say, um, you know, you can only um, gain access to the property between these times. Um, and if anyone comes after this time, I want to be alerted. Um, so, yes, you can cu- customize it to, to no end. Yes. I'm hearing a lot of yeses from you, Wayne. So that must mean the. I'll tech- try to say no, but it's is is hard. It's smart. <laughs> it's smart technology. It's all yes. Yeah, that 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 proves how intuitive it is. It really is kind of customizable. That's with anything, you know. Absolutely. Like, it has technology these days. Just is like you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yep, and it changes every single day. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, okay, next comes from Ataba. They're wondering: Is digital innovation a full service installer or provider? And if so, can you do motion detected lighting as well as heated floors? Oh, very good question. So the heated floors will be done by a plumber, but what we can do is control it mm-hmm. with through a thermostat. So we can control that because that basically turns into another um, zone. And yes, we're a full service. We sell, we integrate, and we service. Yeah. And, it's, and going back to what we were saying earlier, you know, you got to pr- plan that sort of stuff out, right? Because so, you, you want to make sure that the, the plumbing heated floor system has a way to be connected to your system and everything, right? Right. Well, generally, yes. Generally, the, it is a thermostat of like a controller of some sort that's used to control it. But de- definitely knowing that, hey, listen, this is going to be some, something that we're going to have as a separate zone to be able to control it based off of, you can do based off of the temp- temperature in the room or based off of 
you walking in there, you want it to be hot or cold. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, Andrew, there's just a few more here, and Andrew is just sure. to get your contact information. Um, you know, for any further questions or or you know business opportunities, do you want to uh, say that out loud, and I'll type it in the chat here. Sure, sure. You can um, call call our office at two one five two four eight five zero zero one or visit our website at digitalinnovation.info. Gotcha. All right. Sounds good. That's how people can, uh, can get in contact. And I will, uh, I'll send that out in the follow-up email tomorrow to make sure people know where they can find you. And, and Absolutely. Um, okay. So again, uh, this is another question from Ataba and they're wondering, in addition, what would some top tier smart home package consist of? What are the, what are some of the features and amenities of smart homes that are not normally mentioned? So one creative one you said earlier was about uh, irrigation, you know, for a garden, I guess. What, what are some other like unique ones you, you've never heard, you haven't seen too often? Well, um, so the, the other thing is if you decide that you want to do any kind of alternative um, energy, um, that can also be a part, part of it where you're actually knowing how much, like you want to put solar panels on, on your roof. That, that is a part of your, your energy plan. So when you look on the app, there's, there's sections. They're basically in different set sections. So in the energy set section, now you can actually see, well, how much, is, how much power is my house gen- generating? Um, yes. And de- definitely the irrigation is, is, is a big one. Um, what are some other things? Um, uh, those are the, those are top ones. Those, those are top ones. Now you can do it. You can change a lot of your, your, your outlets, um, and also make them smart too. So if you wanted to be able to turn particular things on, like, um, I am very lazy in my Christmas tree I had on a cycle. So I wanted to always turn my Christmas trees on without going down and plugging in but i wanted when i got home my christmas tree was on so that 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 has to show you like using a smart outlet that you can do things like that cool all right and the last question here comes from uh ty bennett who's a a jumpstart borrower so what's going on ty um he's wondering what are some of the or what are some things most landlords tend to like for their units so going back to we were talking about multi-unit properties um as a landlord what what could be most beneficial to you um and i'm sure it's going to be in line with what we've said but sure 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 so what's beneficial for the landlord is having eyes on the property seeing what's going on um because that is your investment um that's that 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 is for the landlord but as far as for the tenant is giving them the ability to talk and see who is talk 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 to and see who's at the front door before they let someone in and that concludes my conversation with wayne nemard founder and ceo of digital innovation about smart homes next week i'll be speaking with an economist and phd kevin gillen from drexel university's lindy institute for urban innovation about the current housing market trends and how jumpstarters can best utilize market data and research to make informed decisions while evaluating project deals the interviews on this program are recorded during jumpstart germantown's weekly jump in our series which takes place via zoom webinar every monday night at 7 p.m and if you'd like to participate in the live Q&A with our guest, be sure to head to jumpstartgermantown.com events and register for next week's Jumpinar. If you're interested in starting a Jumpstart program in your own community, you can visit gojumpstart.org and see our how-to guide and open source training workbook. Thank you so much for listening to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show on Germantown Community Radio, WRGU 92.9 FM. And be sure to tune in next week.